It's the big wake-up call, and it is that time once again. We head on over to the World News Center, and we say hello to Bill McCormick. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Ryan. How are you this wonderful day? I am feeling uh, perkier than usual, and I don't know why. I've had the same amount of coffee, but uh, I have been eating sugar packets. <laughs> That's always a good way to start a day. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so let's start with something fun. Um, Marvel, Yay. Yeah, Marvel and D- Disney and Disney in general and all of its subsidiaries um, are requiring employees to be either vaccinated or show proof of uh, testing on a regular basis. Mm-hmm no matter what the government says. And um, Evangeline Lilly has announced that she will not get vaccinated. Interesting. And she's, you know, they're getting ready to um, start filming Ant-Man and the Wasp when she's supposed to be the Wasp. And she's refusing to get tested. She's refusing to get vaccinated. Um, she's uh, t- Turns out she's a big fan of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you know it's bad when your wife has to go on Twitter and say that uh, your statement was reprehensible. And maybe that's a sign you need to be divorced. Yeah. Pick new friends, you know? I don't know. Um, yeah, sure. But, I didn't know it anyway. was uh, Cheryl Hines and Robert F. Kennedy. That was a, That's a bizarre couple. Well, anyway, while she's continuing to pr- protest the vax manda- mandates, um, and she's going to anti-vax rallies on a regular basis wow yeah so i wouldn't I mean, have never guessed that i wouldn't have guessed that from her no nor would i um but now marvel and uh disney seem to have a bit of an issue how do they let her on the set when she's going to be a health risk to the rest of the cast you don't you recast the role and i think that's where they're at um it's uh you know it's sad i mean i enjoyed her as as a character but um you know, you don't don't put people's lives in jeopardy. Well, it won't be the first time you've had to recast a character, and it won't be the last. So, you know, you just move on. Yeah, we all know the two Darrens from Bewitched. That's right. Um, yeah, we got that going for us. In other news that has nothing to do with vaccine mandates, um, the Eternals continues to not do very well in America. Um, it, uh, it's just it's not getting any traction at all. It's not getting any love. Um, now, why do you think that is? Just because it's too long? It's not too long. It's not, and, it's not, I actually, actually don't think it's long enough. No, we I talked about this. There's just way too many characters. There's way too many characters, and for some reason, the two characters that everybody likes, they kill in the first half hour. Oh, hey, I haven't seen it yet. You're not going to care anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to see it, so yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's literally one of those movies where you're like... Uh, my, my, my friend Curtis said it fast. He goes, I was like an hour into this thing, and I started wondering if I could ask Disney for my life back. <laughs> it's like it's just it it wanders. It's got it's trying to cover a lot of ground. It's trying to say some very important things. It's trying to set up stuff in the Doctor Strange universe. It's trying to set up stuff in the whole MCU, and it fails miserably at every single task. Um, which is why, and I, I know this is funny. It's doing well in uh, countries where English is not the native language. Because it's really pretty and it is fun to look at. Okay. I mean, it's it's, seriously. I would say if you want to watch the Eternals, put on the put it on you know put on your favorite Pink Floyd album and turn (laughs) off the sound. Okay. Sure. Because if you sync up the wall on this one, yeah, this it fits the story completely. Yeah, you might you might want to go with. um, Well, I don't. Doesn't matter. Uh, (laughs) I was I was going to say 
animal, but it, it doesn't matter. Just pick mm. an album, sure. any album at all, and go well, with it. Well, let's just um, debate the quality of Pink Floyd. Now, I would say Wish You Were Here is superior to Dark Side of the Moon, but I don't want to get into that. Wish You Were Here is a love letter to Sid Barrett. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, it, it was a complete album dedicated to Sid Barrett. Wow, and now we have pivoted to Pink Floyd. Let's uh, let's go back. <laughs> Going back, let's skip away from the the Eternals a little bit. Let's move over to uh, Venom Two. Ooh, Let yeah. There be carnage. Um, Sony, Sony, when they released this movie, the deal was the whole budget for all in on advertising and everything was only 110 mil, which for a major superhero movie, that's cutting it kind of light. Yeah, no, you can spend 10, 20 million just on marketing, maybe more. Right. I mean, 110 million on everything. That's what they paid for the movie. That's what they paid for marketing. That's salaries. For, yeah, salaries, coffee, everything. Hmm. All came in under 110. The reason they, they did that was because, first of all, sequels don't normally do that well. You know, they have to they kind of, they, either, they do like half of what the initial movie did. Well, so unless, you're, unless you're Avengers. Yeah, unless it's Avengers or Godfather 2 or something amazing like that. Mm-hmm. But in, in general, um, when you start doing a second movie or a third movie, there's there's less income from them. So, you know, they <coughs> excuse me, ratchet down the budgets and ratchet down the you know, expectations inside the corporate. You know, they put out all the ads. They get excited. The, the cast goes out. Tom Hardy does interviews in both voices and because that's kind of cool. It's fun to see him do that. And, um, you know, and, and Woody Harrelson went out and did uh, interviews in his two voices. And that was kind of fun and kind of cool. And everyone had a good time doing it, but no one expected this movie to do all that well. <laughs> it has now surpassed the original Venom, which did stupid amount of money, mm-hmm. and is catching up on Spider-Man No Way for No Way Home. Really? Yeah, it's it's. They haven't got the final numbers yet, but it looks like it's probably going to hit in around eight hundred million. Wow! But but standard all. policy, yeah, and in rare occasions, is is disappointing sequels. Right, you know, it's like okay, the second uh, second edition of this is out, and fans of the first one will like it, which means like sixty percent, fifty percent of the people, because you know nobody likes everything. Um, well, the problem is it gets so massive that you can't really switch over to okay, wow, now we've really established the characters in the story in the first one, and it can we can get a little bit. Uh, deeper and a little bit darker you can't because you have a massive audience for the first one you've got to keep it uh enough to attract that mass audience you can't just make it for the for the hardcore fans well and here's the funny thing though venom let there be carnage is dark yeah (laughs) the first movie is dark but funny this movie is one of the most hyper violent and somebody called it the 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 most mainstream grindcore film i've ever seen and yeah and i think that's a pretty good explanation so you're going to see some blood in here. You're nice. going to see some decapitations. So this you're is going, going see, against everything. Yeah, basically, they would expect. when they put this movie out, they clearly somebody got in a room and said, "What are all the rules we're supposed to obey? Burn those." Is it funny at all? Yes, yes, it is. It's got oh, okay. some parts that are absolutely hysterical. Tom, Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson are having a ball. They're just chewing up the scenery, scenery in this thing. So would you um, say this Venom is a buddy comedy? No, 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 because Tom and Woody are trying to kill each other. Oh, well, sure. You know, so the, the buddy moment is gone there. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's a wild ride. And, you know, my one problem with movies like this is like the last 30 minutes or so is just a CGI spectacle. Yeah. You know, you know, because, well, they've got to do something. They've got they've built it up to this epic battle 
they have to give you that epic battle and no humans alive can do what venom and carnage can do they just can't move that way um that's probably because they're not human um so you know they've got this epic battle at the end but um it's all voiced by tom and woody so you still have their voices going on you still have their quips going on um you still have you know uh, there's a scene in there where tom hardy actually turns to venom and goes okay i'll let you eat people beat this guy up (laughs) Well, there's your budget then. You're paying for all the all the special effects and eating people. You know, that's that's cutting into your catering budget. Yeah, well, I mean, if they're eating people, then they don't need a caterer, really, if you think about it. Well, true. That's what actors are for. Um, Mom, I'm going to be in a movie. Ah! But, uh, yeah, so it's just it's a nutty movie, and it's fun. And a couple of people I spoke to out at Sony are like, oh, yeah, yeah, we this is exactly how we planned it. And I, I started laughing, and the guy was, Dude, he goes, I got a room full of a board members who are going, this is the movie that's making us money? How'd that happen? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're having a good time. Anyway, uh, I bring all that up because we're going to switch over here to Spider-Man because it's been soft confirmed. I, I can get people to speak off the record to me mm-hmm. and say, yes, this is 100% going to happen. Okay. But the second I want to put a name to it, it's like, you know, my wife is calling. I've got to go now. <laughs> So I'm not put I'm not going to put anybody on on the you know on the front burner here. We can but, bleep it uh, out. No, uh, just let's not get anybody in trouble. Okay. I'm not sure who has the right to talk to me at this point. So I'm not I'm not getting in trouble. So no, no, you're not in trouble. I would get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, they're talking Spider-Man and Venom will meet in the next movie. It'll mm. be, be okay. in the next series of movies. And is in, it in ooh, is it going to be a Spider-Man Venom buddy comedy? No, I don't think so. Although they might be, they might be a little less antagonistic towards each other than they originally are in the comics, um, because they're picking it up with the whole Eddie Brock theme line. So th- there could be a room for friendship in there. They know, have more in common time. than they realize. Right, uh, but that once they do that, that brings in the Morbius movie because Morbius is already referencing in Venom and Venom and Morbius. So now that brings them in, and. Um, uh, Craig and Crack, yeah, what's the guy? The Hunter, um, Craven, Craven the Hunter. Uh, he's got his own solo movie coming up, which will then bring him into the new Spider-Man universe. So that's giving them the Spider-Man universe for maybe three, four more movies. Or as Tom Holland said, he goes, "I didn't realize I signed up for this many, but I guess I'm doing them for a while." But uh, the, the Spider-Man Venom movie, which may have Craven the Hunter in it and might have uh, Morbius, Morbius in it. Uh, Morbius is coming out, which was set firmly in the Sony Spider-Verse which is going to be exciting. I think it's going to be a great movie. Jared Leto just looks incredible in it. Um, and I mean, he's nailing this part. So uh, even if you don't know the character or don't know anything about it, go ahead and pencil that one in to go watch it. It's going to be, and it, because Sony has gone for the darker themed stuff, it's going to be more horror. It's not going to be like an MCU movie where everybody's happy and they all, you know, mm-hmm. hug at the end or, you know, everybody, something good happens for everybody one way or another. Um, that's not going to be the case here. These are darker movies. I mean, Venom, I won't give away the ending of uh, Carnage, but uh, he goes through some stuff, you know? And um, the uh, the Mobius thing, there's just no way to make a happy movie about a, a, a troubled vampire who used to be a doctor and tried to make help people get healthy, and now he has to kill them and eat them. Um, you know, there, that's a career change for you. And <laughs> uh, um, you know, and uh, Craven the Hunter, as everyone knows, Craven, his goal is to hunt the most com- most competitive thing on the planet. And he decides that Spider-Man is something worthy of his attention, worthy of him being able to bring it down and kill it. 
Um, he has a very twisted view of the world, you know, and so bringing someone like that into the universe is going to twi twist things up pretty bad. So you got those, you've got those three characters. Uh, two are already in sh shot or been shot. And the third one is, uh, I guess it's in pre-production right now, Craven. So all of that's happening and they're going to be winding Spider-Man into that over the next year, 18 months. Um, sadly, there'll be no Zendaya because of the end of Spider-Man. If you see no way home, you understand what I'm talking about. And if you don't, just trust me, she's not coming back. Now, um, how do they, like Sony currently has the rights to Spider-Man. How do they claim the rights to these other characters? And how do they say, oh, this character is in the Spider-Verse, when there are some that certainly cross over to with other Marvel characters? Uh, in 1995, I think it was, yeah, uh, right before Blade got done, um, Marvel was hard up for money. The, the, the comic book boom of the 80s was going down. They didn't have any real new properties to work on. And they put all of their properties up for sale to film companies. Um, a big chunk of those went to Sony, but not all the not all the major ones. So like you had the Hulk stayed with Marvel, but She-Hulk went to Sony. Um, back and forth. It, it gets really complicated. I mean, okay. I've actually seen Venn diagrams trying to sort this out. And they're like, what were the lawyers drinking that day? Because it's just, it's all over the place. Now, so you have anybody Venn, under you know, 40 listening, you'll have to Google what a Venn diagram is. Yeah, go, uh, don't do that after this segment. Don't do it right now. Yeah, we don't want you Venn, googling Venn diagrams in your car or anywhere you could hurt. Don't yeah. do that. Um, but basically, about two thirds of the villains from the Marvel universe ended up at Sony, okay. but none of the heroes did. No, no one one set of heroes did the, the Fantastic Four, which the first three movies they did with them were at least tolerable. The next time they tried to reboot it was so bad that yeah. they actually. They, uh, I, I almost walked out of the movie. I was like, what they did to Dr. Doom was just insulting. Um, he, he looked like a kid in tinfoil. Um, anyway, so there's that. But they still have the Fantastic Four. And now they're trying to figure out, you know, it's like, hey, now we've got Spider-Man back. We've got Venom, which is a success back. We've got um, Mobius coming out, which is uh, pre-reviews on it have been like right to the roof, you know, like 98%. Uh, they're they're going to ready to do something with Craven. Now may be the time for them to reintroduce the Fantastic Four, but maybe reintroduce them into the Spider-Verse. No, I think you need to introduce the Fantastic Four one at a time so you can have a Human Torch standalone movie and, you know, Invisible Girl and, and Human Torch. Do it all. Get four movies and then combine them. It doesn't really work with the storyline, but okay, sure, why not? Why not? Oh, not? Well, because they all get their powers at the same day, at the same time, at the same place. Right, but, you know, you explore them as kids. Sure, I want to see nothing but a movie about little kids. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> anyway, for you, uh, I do have some good news. Okay. Uh, who's 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 the guy you've been wanting to see a movie about? Well, I want a Namor. You're getting the one. Submariner. You're getting a Namor the Submariner movie. Really? Finally? Yeah. yeah it, it's gone through pre-production. They're currently in casting. Um. So yeah, you're getting a Namor Submariner movie. Hmm, who would be a good Submariner? Because he's angry. It has to be someone who can always play angry. He's angry at humans. Yeah, I would actually have said Jared Leto, but he's going to be doing Morbius for a while. So. Yeah, he can't play everything. Come on. No, no, he can't. Um, there's there's a few who could do it. I think, you know, you know I think would be really good at it, although no one's going to listen to me. I think Andrew Garfield would be good at it. He's, he's always got that kind of slot in his face where a smile should go. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah. 
Um, and he's a good actor. I've seen him in other things other than Spider-Man. You know, he is a very talented actor. I think I think he could play Namor, and he certainly you know he's got the build for it. The right. lower six feet tall, he's in very good physical shape. You know, yeah, that's not could, bad. That's not bad. Not bad. But uh, yeah, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Just for the record, for those kids playing along at home, has now earned 1.7 billion dollars. Wow! Since it came out on December 17th, which is amazing. It is earning that during a pandemic. Yeah, uh, and the budget for Spider-Man, as we were talking about the budget for Venom and everything, the budget for Spider-Man was 200 million plus marketing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of money went into Spider-Man. Not you know, basically Spider-Man's uh, catering budget went into Venom. And they're both making about the same amount of money, it looks like. Or, you know, they're, they're both making stupid amounts of money. Well, Bill, we'll have to stop right there because we're out of time. So let's do this at Big Wake Up Call at Bill McSci-Fi, BillMcSciFi.com, WorldNewsCenter.org. Please subscribe to the all-new Big Wake Up Call podcast. Bill, thanks as always. We will talk again. Have a great day, Ryan.